You're in the open air. I'm Jeremy Peterson. Adia Victoria first caught a few ears a couple of years ago with Stuck in the South, a song that met her complicated relationship with her southern roots head on. Earlier this year, she fulfilled the promise shown on that song with Beyond the Bloodhounds, her full-length debut and a record we've heard quite a lot on air here over the past several weeks. Adia Victoria plays the Underground Music Showcase this Sunday in Denver, but first she's here with her band for an open air session. Welcome. Thank you. Great looking band. You're all clad in white. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who's here with you? Um, well, this is my band. Uh, I have Alex Caress on keys. I have Jason Harris on bass and synth. I have Mason Hickman on guitar. And I have Tiffany Minton on drums. Wonderful to have you all here. What are you going to start with? We're going to start with Dead Eyes. Victoria and her band in the CPR performance studio playing for us a song that listeners will recognize Dead Eyes. We've been playing that one for a while. I remember that was the first single from the record and uh, we had that for quite some time before the record came out. We've been looking forward to this date this weekend for for a long time. So great to have you here playing Underground Music Showcase on the main stage uh, 4.30 your set time on Sunday, right? Yeah. Uh, So you're based in Nashville these days Mm -hmm. and, and you're from South Carolina. I know you've lived in Atlanta. Your music very much informed by the South as anyone who listens to the record will say, uh, yet it also suggests uh, kind of a conflict with, with where you come from. And you've returned there. I mean, after living other places, you've lived in New York and you've lived in, spent some time in Paris. And is, is that safe to say, though? I mean, is that it is a conflict of sorts for you? Absolutely. I think just given the nature of the history of the South, it's never going to be a completely peaceful relationship. 
But I think as an artist, for me, it's a goldmine of inspiration just because it vacillates between these extremes for me of like adoration and just complete like hatred sometimes. <laughs> but it's my home and it's where I'm from. And it's, it's really the only place that I feel rooted. Is that what this record is about for you is, is sort of figuring out that relationship? I think it's more about me figuring out my relationship with myself. Hmm. The South kind of provides a backdrop um, for, you know, all of my ramblings. But yeah, it wasn't until a few years ago that I I came to accept myself as a a Southerner, um, as being rooted in my homeland. And I think I'm going to continue to investigate that relationship for the rest of the time that I'm making art. So like a lot of secular artists before you, you, your first introduction to music was, was in the church. Yes. Singing in the church, I would assume, or? Yes. What was that like? Well, um, I came up in the Seventh-day Adventist church, and my school was connected to the church. And we would do um, programs, like Sabbath programs, Christmas, Easter. And very early on, a lot of the adults around me noticed that I I was a natural performer. So from the age of five, I was, like, leading, like, choir services and, you know, not really believing necessarily what I was singing but just kind of like reveling in like the power that being a performer gave me like everybody was looking at me and they were paying a lot of attention to what I was saying and I became addicted to that um feeling of just being acknowledged that's what it was for me more than anything yeah she's like here I am I exist listen to me sing there's there's been a lot of attention on on your stage presence at your live shows and and for good reason I was going going to ask about that do you think that's sort of (laughs) fed into that in the, in the way that you are as a performer now? Yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty low-key uh, individual. And when I when I get on the stage, it's just a time for me to share a part of myself that most people would never have access to. And, you know, I, I respect that. It's not just about me. It's about the relationship that I'm establishing with the audience. And I think that we enter into a very um, peculiar agreement, artist and listener, where we get to know each other. It's like a symbiotic relationship. Like they give me energy and I give it back to them. You said you always felt like an, an outsider in part because of, of the church. Yeah. But in other ways too. It, is, it, does that change when you get on stage? I think it, I think it informs what I do on stage. Mm. I, I think that I'm able to really, I don't know, like express that part of myself, like this freakish nature that I, I feel like when I'm walking through the supermarket, but I, I necessarily can't you know, act on. But when I get on the stage, I am able to bring this part of me alive that is very real in my day-to-day life, but I kind of have to keep a lid on it or else people would think I'm insane. <laughs> the megalomaniac. Right, right. We're talking with Adia Victoria. She's playing with her band. The Underground Music Showcase happening Sunday, 4.30 on the main stage. Uh, what are you going to get to next? This next song is a song called Mortimer's Blues, and it's written for my deceased cat Mortimer.
Victoria playing for us in the CPR Performance Studio. Mortimer's Blues. Mortimer, your feline friend. We love our feline friends. He, he was kind of the first one to uh, hear your uh, your first attempts at guitar, right? True. <laughs> he heard the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> How did, did he, was, was he a fan of that? I, I assumed it was an acoustic you were starting on. Yes, I was playing yeah. on a, a washburn that ripped my hands up. I now have very large, ma- muscular hands. <laughs> nice and veiny. Eulogizing Mortimer there uh, from the Beyond the Bloodhounds debut record. Uh, you tend to resist having labels and, and pigeonholes put on your music, but it, it seems like, if anything, uh, you prefer blues to, yeah. to country. Yeah, I mean, I consider myself a blues artist more so in the sociopolitical aspect of, of that genre. How do you mean? I think that the blues were the original punk music. Uh, I think that they were vital for... Uh, black artists to express their inner lives at a time where they were denied that expression. And so they were singing things that they could not speak under fear of being killed. So th- that's something that struck a chord with me as a as a young girl when I started getting into the blues, or a young lady, I should say. Um, so I don't really consider the blues kind of like the the barbecue blues that we hear now. Like right, I think right. that that's, it's been very watered down and tamed. And my uh, one of my goals as an artist is, is to expand the, what we consider the blues forward um, and not make it so safe. Well, it seems like a good example of that. Maybe I know you're a fan of, of uh, Victoria Spivey, who you covered yes. a, a while back. When did you come up on her music? Uh, well, I started listening to Victoria Spivey when I was um, 21. I think I've listened to every single song of hers on YouTube, watched every video that's available of her performances. Um, and she kind of, kind of gave me the shot in the arm that I needed being like a poor black girl to be like, you have a story to tell, get out there and tell it. It Don't wait until your weave is right. Don't wait until you have your man, like get out there and tell people what's going on with you. And I, I took her advice and I ran with it. And you are running with it in Denver this weekend at the UMS to catch Adia Victoria Sunday at the main stage, 4.30 PM start time. What's coming up next? The song's called Horrible Weather.
The last of our set from Adia Victoria. Nice to see the Steinway getting some uh, some use today. Stick Those are fantastic. Keys, 
Horrible Weather, the tune. It's another from Beyond the Bloodhounds. That's the debut. Love the record. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having us. Catch a Dia Victoria this Sunday at UMS, 4.30 on the main stage. This has been another open-air session at 102.3 in Denver, 88.3 in Fort Collins. I'm Jeremy Peterson with our audio engineer, Dave Fender. Irvin Coffey is running the cameras. To find more open-air sessions, video, and podcasts, visit openaircpr.org.